Hello guys. Hello guys. That was kind of like an English accent. Anyways. Hi guys and welcome back to a podcast episode. Now it's kind of awkward, you know, getting here and acting all cheery as if my last episode was not just me crying for like 20 minutes, but we're going to ignore that. And um, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how woman liberation is flawed. Okay. Um, talking about my last episode, actually. I don't know why, but like I have the huge urge to like delete all of my episodes where I was crying or showing emotion because I wanted I wanted my podcast to be a bit more cleaner. But it's like I realized that my vulnerability is actually beneficial and maybe a lot of people might relate to my feelings and my tears, even though it's really cringy and I hate crying and I hate people seeing me cry and knowing that I've cried. Like I was baptized a couple months ago and I cried and they project like the whole thing on this huge like TV thing and so everyone saw me crying at the church and like I can't help but think of that every month and like cringe because it's like ew you saw me cry anyways this has nothing to do with this episode today we're going to be talking about how women liberation is flawed in many ways okay um so yeah let's get into it so when I think of women liberation, I imagine it to be very much attached to feminism. Like I think that's kind of what came with women liberation, feminism. And feminism has done many good things. You know, like first wave feminism has given like women the right to just be human beings, to write the right to vote, and to write to be their own person and to not be attached to their like husband or to be slaves or to be like inhumane you know so i think that's good but it has also done many bad things like honestly feminism feminism now that's that's not even, i don't i wouldn't even call it feminism i would just call it like i don't even know what to call it but that's not feminism i don't believe um feminism now is a good thing i i, I believe that it's actually like pretty toxic and i i i'm not the only woman that thinks that like i'm not a feminist to today's standard i'm not a feminist what is considered a feminist now i do not attach myself with that because now you have women that hate men literally hate men and i know the um i know the we don't like what's it called why do they say we hate all men thing is not we we actually hate all men but it's like it's like it's like when people this is gonna be controversial but it's like when people say a cab like um all cops are pigs like i don't agree with that it's you you're saying something while you're saying that you mean another thing like that no you can't do that but anyways sorry went off a little bit but um it's like the hate all men thing people say that they don't actually hate all men but it's like are you sure about that are you sure about that and i understand why they hate all men quote unquote because yeah men can be literally very much disgusting i have many testimonies about how men are literally disgusting but we don't have to get into every single traumatic um experience i've had with a man we don't need to do that right now but men can be very disgusting and predatory and invasive and harassing if that's even a word like i understand why the hate all men thing is a thing but i find that feminism now pushes a a rhetoric of like hate all men Men suck, men are oppressive, women are the baddest, women are the best, period. But like, we have issues on both sides. I believe that men have a long way to go, but also women have a long way to go. We're not perfect on either sides. I thought feminism was about equality, but nowadays, I honestly think that feminism is about 
women being better than men. And we see this in women liberation. Ah, you saw that little transition? Okay, period. So now I believe that woman liberation is attached to a lot of sexual liberation from what I've seen. The more you show skin, the more you're sexual and sensual, you're considered more of a liberal, progressive woman, which I think is so misleading. I, under I understand why that idea is attached to woman liberation, considering how in the past, like, to be sexual, to be sensual was, like, frowned upon, and it was completely, like, sinful for a woman to be like that. Like, very traditional, you know? But it's it wasn't even, like, you had a choice. It was very... Like, um, how do I call it? Uh, dang. It was very forced and you were shamed and things like that. So it wasn't like you had a choice, right? It was very forced and oppressive. So I understand why now the opposite is now considered progressive and liberal liberation. But I think that's flawed because we're now sending a message that you are not really, truly your full authentic woman self if you don't completely embark in this sexual sensual narrative and i see that like we're honestly we're we're attaching a lot of beauty into sexuality which yeah sexuality and sex is a beautiful thing god created it but i think we're kind of perversing it perverting it we're saying that a woman is more beautiful when she shows more skin, or we're saying that she's more attractive when she shows more skin. And that's so freaking obvious. Like, don't even argue with me. It's so obvious that that's what we're pushing in the media. Because when I post, well, when I used to post pictures of me that were like, basically me like showing a lot of skin and being basically half naked, I would get likes, I would get comments, people hide me up, and I would get DMs from everybody in the whole entire world. And it makes you feel good, but then, when I post pictures of me being less revealing, it, would, it wouldn't get as much clout. And it's the same thing for many other girls. I know for a fact that it is. When a woman, when a woman on like, I don't know, like some random, random magazine is seen basically like naked, stripped down, she's praised. When she is seen just dressing normally, like as she should, she might still be praised, but not praised as much as she was naked or not naked, but just half naked. Stripping down more and showing more is considered more attractive and more beautiful and it's, and it's praised so much more and I think that's so bad because we are literally putting more influence on our body and we're putting more value and worth on our body and our sexuality and our sensuality and we're telling women that your body is what makes you beautiful and I know that's not um, the direct message that people are telling but when you have celebrities such as Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, and literally like every woman celebrity out here doing what they do, and I don't even want to go into details because you already know that you need to listen to their music. If you do, if you've heard their songs on TikTok, you know what they talk about. You have women like this doing these, like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't know if you guys seen like the Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Was it Megan Thee Stallion? I think it was. Megan Thee Stallion performance on like, I don't know, was it the Grammys? I don't freaking know. I don't watch that. It was disgusting. It really was. I don't know how that's like, how we how we tolerating that. It was it was gross. But when you see behaviors like that and music like that and women like that that are being praised, that are being like put in the media and putting being put on the pedestal, and we're calling that woman liberation. It's so messed up. Not only because we're these those women have body standards that are just like not even realistic because a lot of them have attained it plastic surgery. I know for a fact. 
I know for a fact that Cardi B has and Nicki Minaj has. Maybe not making the sign. I know that she works on this stuff, which is like good for you there, period. But it's putting bodies like it's putting more emphasis on our body. It's putting the body standard high and it's making us women more depressed. It's attaching our worth, our sense of selves to our body, to our sexuality. And that's not okay. You're saying that women are only beautiful. Women are only truly liberated. You're only truly a woman if you strip down. If you are sexual. If you are sensual. If you show your sexual and sensual side. That's such a cap and that's not true and it's a trap. I personally think that's a trap. And that's honestly such a bad influence for our younger generation as well. Like, you have more younger, younger girls being more sexual. Losing their virginity younger. Looking at our elder looking at their elders their role models and they're like okay i guess i need to dress more skimpy now that's so that's so not okay and attaching your worth and your sense of self and your beauty with your body and your sexuality is obviously not okay because your body's temporal you're gonna grow old and wrinkly your tics are gonna be saggy like i'm excuse my language but like our bodies are not gonna be here forever and this kind of leads me into my second point where like along with the women um, along with the sexualization the, se the sensualization and the stripping down blah blah, blah it kind of leads us to women sexualizing themselves we do we do we sexualize ourselves we sexualize ourselves can i repeat that for y'all we sexualize ourselves when you have cardi b doing her wop you have megan Thee stallion doing whatever she does you gonna tell me someone hold a gun to her head and told her to write that song? No, she wrote it herself. And she's out here doing what she does in public in those music videos, especially Cardi B. I actually don't know. They might be at the same level. I'm not here to come for them. I'm just saying that they're doing that to themselves. No one's holding a gun to their head and telling them they have to write those songs. They are sexualizing themselves. And I know that people are gonna say, well, it's not their fault. It's because the media, it's because society, and it's because um, men also sexualize themselves. But how is it that, oh my gosh, I never understood this. How is it that you wanna fight, you wanna go against women sexualizing themselves and you complain about media doing that and you complain about how it's society that wants women that are super hypersexual and you're, you're, you're telling me that in order to solve that, we have to do it ourselves. In order to solve men sexualizing ourselves, we have to sexualize ourselves. How is that? How is that going to help us at all? I don't understand that. And to a certain extent, I actually do understand. Because, hey, men sexualize ourselves. You know, men have put us in this position. Um, men look at us like we're animals, like we're pigs, like we're objects. You know what? Screw men. Let's, you know, now we have the power. Now we have the choice. Now we can do whatever we want with our bodies. We can do this, then a third. And if we want to be naked, if we want to do this, if we want to do that, then we have the choice and we take the power back. And I understand why the narrative is attractive. But when we sexualize ourselves, we're only objectifying ourselves more and we're only reducing ourselves to sexualized sexual objects. We're only doing that. And, you know, women that are very hypersexual and that show their sexual side, and as unfortunate as it is, men won't approach you to get to know you. They're going to approach you because they, they, are, they want the product that you sell to them. And that's just a fact. Like... It sounds harsh, but it's true, and I don't like that that's how it is, but it is. And yes, men should exercise self-control. Men should, you know, not let their eyes wander like the word of God says. And, um, yeah, men should exercise self-control, but also women should do as well. 
like it goes both ways i don't know why people forget that if we're talking about equality yeah that's that's equal and i understand why we want to give a free pass to women because we've been i guess oppressed for so long but when you think about it logistically sexualizing ourselves objectifying ourselves like things like only fans only fans and sex work i don't think that's liberating at all and i understand i already talked about this in previous episodes and i understand in my like um cancel porn podcast episode please listen to that and i understand why women do that especially with the pandemic people needed to get a quick buck people needed to pay their bills and i understand that but platforms like sex work only fans going out there sexualizing yourself is not helping us it's literally only making us look like sexual objects it's giving men more of a reason to sexualize ourselves i mean to sexualize us to objectify us to look at us like we're objects sex objects and i know that men should just exercise self-control they should control themselves they shouldn't just do whatever they want and like take advantage of women i agree with that you know i am personally a victim of a of sexual abuse i have been multiple times in my life i know the trauma of that i know it sucks and i know that i've tried to be more sexual in order to to take that power back that was stripped away from me when i was a child but when lust is being encouraged because that's what it is that's what it is sexualizing yourself being sensual and everything like that that's what it is it's lust when lust is being encouraged and being pushed and said as and called as liberation progressive you know, you're a true woman, then it's not good for both women and men. No, it's just setting us up for a more corrupted, evil, disgusting, and scary world. And now, that leads me to my third point. Women liberation is actually not for all women. It's not. What about the women that are modest or the women that are pro-life? You don't see those women being praised. Actually, you actually see a very low representation of women that are conservative. And also black women if we want to talk about that if we want to talk about race right in the we all know that the feminist movement was not for black women in the first in the first place it wasn't but anyways we're, we're not gonna talk about race that's like a future episode right there woman liberation is actually only for specific women and i know that the feminist movement says otherwise i know that the feminist movement says that they're inclusive to all and everything but that's not true when you look at who's put on the pedestal when it comes to the feminist movement and who's um, like praise when it comes to women liberation, etc., etc. It's always women that are very much liberal, that are pro, that are um, pro-choice, and that are very like hypersexual. Well, not necessarily hypersexual, but that encourage sex work and things like that that don't benefit us at all. Um, but it's never women that are conservative, pro-life, and that are modest. No, you don't see much of those women. Now, I want to talk about um, who are we as women of God. Now, I myself am trying to figure this out. Like, I literally, I don't have the, all the answers to this question. But what I have learned so far is that we are not worth our bodies or our sexuality. Our worth is only attached to God, to Christ alone, the creator of this world, the healer, the way make miracle work. What's it called? I got, I forgot the song. Dang, how can I forget that song? It's such a classic, but anyways. Yeah, our worth is attached to Christ alone, the unchangeable, unchangeable, unshakable God. Isn't that freaking like, it's not the best thing ever. Like, I personally have found that when I put my worth in Christ, when I realize that he's all I need and he's 
all that defines me i feel so much more confident i feel so much more happier i feel like nothing can get in my way because honestly when you resort to your worth being in your body when you res when you put so much worth in your body and your sexuality and how you look like you become more insecure because first of all you have so much you have so many other images and body types to compete with especially in this media in this world where body standard change so freaking fast so much to compete with you're always going to be freaking insecure because our bodies are not perfect and the media sells us these photoshopped plastic surgery modified bodies and they're saying that this is what you're supposed to look like when it's literally not real it's not attainable but no putting my my worth my sense of self in an unshakable amazing god that is confidence at its peak knowing that i don't have to worry about anything like knowing that god is by my side and he will always fight for me and he is all i need it makes me like it makes me feel like anything is possible and it makes me realize that i'm freaking beautiful like god made me he made every single piece of me every single inch of me all the imperfections and all even the parts that i don't like he made them for a specific purpose and he says that i'm beautiful i was wonderfully and fearfully made knitted in my mother's womb for a purpose okay and god does not make anything randomly he does not do anything just because no he does everything for a purpose so you're made purposely and amazingly and wonderfully and beautifully and you don't need to strip down you don't need to be sexual or sensual to show that no okay being the traditional woman and being modest is not oppressive and i i hate that religion pushes that narrative even in <clears throat> islam i'm not super educated so please don't hate on me but even in islam you know when women wear the hijab the hijab um although some of them for some women they may be forced and that that's not okay you know when the choice is taken away from them that's not okay um they may be forced and that is oppressive that's not okay but a lot of the times nowadays people realize that some women choose to wear a hijab they choose that and that's for them powerful that's for them meaningful and same goes for christian women even christian women they decide to wear heart headscarves to cover their hair and i think that's amazing i personally i don't know about that i was actually thinking of doing that at some point because I kind of want to, but I'm, I don't, like, I don't care enough, to be honest. I really, like, I don't, it's hair, bro. Like, I really can care less. But anyways, um, yeah, being modest in the traditional woman, for a lot of women, it's actually very powerful. For me, it is, personally. Because I've had my own fair share of sexual experiences that were terrible, may I add, that did not give me any sort of, like, fulfillment. That actually didn't make me feel more um, um, powerful. It didn't make me feel more, like, this type of like progressive woman it just made me feel more insecure actually and sad about myself but now that i know that you know my body my sexuality and who i am is only going to be shared by one guy when i marry him i don't know why that makes me feel like a baddie that makes me feel like no one no one can just see this no one can just see all this goodness okay <laughs> like i am i am a prize I'm a daughter of a king. I'm precious. And not just anyone's gonna get this. Not just anyone is gonna see this. And for me, that's powerful. Dressing, I don't... Dressing modestly, to be honest. I, I dress modest, I guess. But, like, I don't know. Like, I dress like any normal person would. So, I don't know. I don't wear, like, long, like, long sleeves and stuff like that. 
but dressing modestly for me it's powerful it's comforting also considering how i haven't had the the best sexual experiences like i said um for me it's a form of safety knowing that the person that i will only share my body with will be my husband someone that i will be with forever someone that i can trust and you know and i hate that we don't talk about that enough in women liberation we don't talk about the conservatives the women that are waiting for marriage we don't talk about that a lot that a lot because it's not considered liberation it's not considered progressive but a lot of times it's what's that's what makes honestly and for just the women that i've seen the women that i've encountered in my life that's what makes them happy chasing the next hookup every single day stripping down showing your sensual side being more sexual sleeping with whomever like even from my friends and what i've seen with them they talk about these experiences but they don't seem happy they don't they don't seem fulfilled that stuff will never fill you up because you're always have to chase for another hookup for another guy for another another hit of like like a freaking a hormonal chemistry in your brain it's, it does not fulfill you so it's like we're selling this dream we're selling this idea that to be a woman to be liberated to be this progressive woman you have to be sexual you have to be sensual and you have to show your body you have to show skin when that doesn't that does not actually fulfill anyone that does not actually truly make any woman feel liberated and maybe okay you know what i can't speak for all women maybe it really does for some but honestly for most and just for my close friends that i've seen it doesn't it actually leaves you more empty because no amount of sexual experience and no amount of showing your skin will ever fill that hole that only god can fill no one so anyways, that's that. But women liberation is flawed because it, de it deceives a bunch of women. It deceives women, especially little girls that think that they have to be sexual in order for guys to like them, that think that they have to sleep around and lose their virginity when they're like 13 and do all these things. It's no, it's not okay. As women of God, we are strong, we are confident in Christ. We know that our worth is not attached to our body and what we do in bed, but it's attached to God, the Almighty King. And yeah, we step. We're baddies, period. Okay, that's it. That's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I cannot wait to see you guys for the next episode. Bye.